Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I'm joined by Reb Chaim Weg, Rosh Koylul of the Beis Havad's Koylul Dayonis. The following Shiloh came into the Beis Havad over the summer. I was in shul, and the only siddur still available was somebody's privately owned siddur. I knew that this fellow was in the mountains, and therefore wouldn't be needing it himself. Can I use it without asking him? Similar Shaila, would the same thing apply, let's say, to a talis or tefillin, if I wouldn't have had my own? So this is actually a fascinating question. In Shulchan Aruch, in Arachayim, Simon Yudalid, so the Mechaber says that one may borrow somebody else's talis without his permission, although we all know that Shail Shlomidas is a goslin, the someone who borrows something without explicit permission from the owner, it's considered to be a goslin. But Chazal tells us a klal that people want, people are happy that someone else should use his property for a Dvar Mitzvah as long as he does not have any hefsid, he doesn't have any loss. And therefore, Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that it's mutter to use somebody else's talus without his permission, even though the person is being a shleil shleimidas, but since people like that people are, people are happy that others should do mitzvahs with their property, so it would be mutter to take a talus from somebody else. However, to take a safer from somebody else, the Ramah Paskins is usher, because since Svarim tend to rip, so the owner will not, would not want you to borrow it because he's scared it's going to rip. And therefore, in such a case, he'd be makbid even though it is a Dvar Mitzvah. The Aruch points out that Bizman Hazeh the halacha is the exact opposite. Svarim today are cheaper, and they don't rip so easy. So therefore, the average person doesn't mind if somebody uses a safer. Probably nothing will happen to it. And even if chas shalom does, the person will pay you for it, and it's easily replaceable. However, a talus, people are more makbed on because it's a beged. The other person might make it sweaty. And therefore... Even a talus which is left in shul should not be borrowed. If a person leaves his talus full on by his seats, that talus should not be borrowed without explicit permission of the owner. Tzvillin bismanazeh, each person has his safer and his hidurim. So I think that for sure people would not want someone else to use their tzvillin without permission. They would be scared that it would be ruined and hard to fix and hard to replace. So, Bizman Azeh, the halach would be the exact opposite, as in the times of Shulchan Aruch, that a siddur won't be allowed to use, but to help oneself to a talus and tefillin, which the owner left in shul after shachras, waiting for tomorrow morning, one would not be able to use that talus and tefillin without permission. Now, the, the impact of somebody writing in a sefer, um, some sort of... Um, Hagbola to this Rishus. So if somebody, is that something that a person needs to be concerned with 
um, if they borrow somebody else's siddur? Well, the truth is, it depends what it says. If the person says, if they write, they write in a saw, don't use it, so then obviously you can't use it. If they write that you can use it, but don't take out a shul, or you can use it, but make sure you put it back in its place, you're probably required to do that anyway. Because the whole heter is based on the premise of nichlele inishlov mitzvah mine, that the person will be satisfied, happy, right, that you did a mitzvah and it didn't cost them anything. If he's going to have to spend three hours looking for a sitter, so that obviously is makrit. So those type of things that people write, you know, only in its place and don't take out of the shul, the Allah would be the same, just without it being written, but the person might be more, um, more zahir if he sees it in print. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it, or to sponsor future videos, please click the link below or visit beisavad.org.